Hey, comic book collectors, do you want to protect what you collect? Do you hate when your comic books slide around in your short box or you need to turn them sideways just so they don't bend or fall over? Well, look no further than Sidekick Supplies. Their product fits firmly inside your comic box so you don't need to worry. And not only is their product made in the USA, but also ships free directly to your doorstop. Check out our sponsor, Sidekick Supplies at SidekickSupplies.com and use the code Comic-Con 15 for 15% off your purchase. Believe me, you'll be ordering more than one. Welcome to the one and only Comic-Con podcast. Your podcast for comic book news, reviews, and comic community drama. With your hosts, Nemesis Prime and Milton the Man. Are you listening? Welcome back, everybody. Season four, episode two. Recording this on January 10th, 2024. Uh, how's everybody doing? Hopefully everyone had a great New Year's. Everyone checked out our first episode. Um, we had a lot, good, you know, I would say good analytics. All I got to say is so some new listeners. So appreciate the new listeners in there and all of our old listeners. So um, just want to let you know, I didn't get a heat gun for Christmas. Uh, I do need one for some CGC slabs. So if anybody <laughs> wants to fund me a a heat gun for my slabs um feel free to you know send it my way i'll give you my venmo account or my paypal so you can throw me some money but uh what's going on mr manimal how are you well i'm good man i actually got a sawzall for christmas so i'm just gonna use that on all the cgc books crack them out slip them out do what i gotta do super glue like i'm going old school bro because everyone's looking for that heat gun i'm gonna mm. go underneath the radar low low bar it and just scam everyone that's my new goal for 2024 scam artist Ooh, yeah it's yeah. uh we we definitely gonna be talking a little bit more about the cgc stuff we have a, a really interesting article um but before we get into that we do have our first guest of the new year a new guest um you know we we typically hinder on the people up in canada but we decided to bring uh you know bring another canadian into the mix of the comic-con podcast um i'll let everybody know it's not newbie comics so um fairly new to instagram uh someone who i recently you know had the pleasure of being introduced to on black crown comics youtube channel i've been following him for a little bit um great content over on his instagram and you know we're gonna get right into it we have greg you can find him at paperweight collects on instagram what's going on man how are you today what's going on guys first thank you for having me i appreciate it um you know it's another new comic book day uh yeah i'm just happy to be here man again i appreciate it it's funny like you mentioned how we connected through black crown since i have only been in the game for a couple of years mm-hmm. when i when i first went on thorough show i started meeting like different people then i went on black crowns and i met new people so it's cool because i'm still very unfamiliar right it's new territory for me so it's cool and then maybe from this i might meet some other new cats so mm-hmm. yeah, i just appreciate the time yeah, so uh, definitely appreciate you coming on here. We're we're going to get into a little bit of your origins and a little bit like what you do on Instagram. But before that happens, uh, let's get into some community questions before we get into to Greg's origins. So I, I got to ask of all the Canadians, who do you hate the most? <laughs> of all the collectors out there, I, oh, I, I got to ask. That's not a community question. That's oh. actually that's my community question. Oh, okay, sorry. I jumped the gun. Sorry. It's very quick. We're on edge here. I was going to say, just before you do that, understand I genuinely have a ton of love for your country. Genuinely. Um, so just let that be known. Truly. Okay. Wait, did you say Ed Sheeran? No. Is that what you said? Oh, sorry. For some reason, I thought you, you just about Ed Sheeran. I hate that guy. I hate that guy. 
I was like, is someone think he's Canadian? Uh, too good, too good. So um, let's get into some community questions. The first one's going to go to you, and it's from Black Crown. He, <laughs> you so as in me? Yeah, you as in you, Greg. You as in you. So he wants to know, he goes, Paperweight, if you could wrestle one YouTuber, who would it be and what match? And I know you like wrestling, so that's why this question oh, came up. God. I mean, okay, here's the thing. Since, you know, I've wrestled since 2000 and training 2007 started to, uh, in the ring from 2008 understanding that the safety i would have to say if there was one person oh he's not on youtube though shit i would say black crown's cousin since i know he knows what he's doing in a ring okay i'm gonna go with comic codex all right <laughs> okay um yeah well, i definitely want to talk about the wrestling thing and you know we, we briefly talked i remember one time on instagram talking about video games uh for that so um i'm not even gonna go to newbie comics questions because i i just his you know we we throw up the instagram you know i look for questions from the community over on our instagram on the comic-con podcast and he just gives me the dumbest questions to answer and <laughs> we'll a we'll answer these questions when he is actually on the show if he ever gets invited onto the show again but You're let's actually like go leaving them to the side yeah i'm just like okay. screenshotting them and waiting for the next time that he actually gets an invite onto the show yeah. so um, next question is actually, uh, you know, it's actually a really good one. Um, you know, actually half and half of us will be able to answer this. So, uh, our buddy, uh, Matt Milks, Matt Wilkes, 23 asking since dark droids ended, what star Wars, star Wars next crossover story. Do you want to see? And then what is the next writer or artist to make it big in the industry? So, um, I know Greg, you're not into the star Wars stuff, so star Wars guy. that's fine. Um, but you know, let's kind of, for Zach and I, you know, we've been reading all the star Wars stuff, Zach, you know, what do you think is <clears throat> cool crossover knowing what's going on, knowing what's ending right now? Yeah. What do you, to think? be honest, I feel like I don't have like a definitive answer here, but I don't feel like we need another crossover in this era of star Wars, right? Like mm -hmm. <clears throat> you had the, obviously the star Wars comics goes new hope. And then you had star Wars volume one empire strikes back and we have star Wars volume two. I'm ready to be done with volume two. I've, I've said it before. I'm so sick of Lando. Let's get Han back. Like I want things to get moving. So my idea would be, or my vote, I guess would be post return of the Jedi, right? Stuff like that. So some kind of crossover there. I'd like to see something being brought in with some expanded universe characters, some of the, the old school like characters, maybe with a new retcon backstory. So it's not like, you know, it doesn't have to be exactly like that. But some kind of bleed over in between. Maybe we get a crossover with Mando, something like that, you know, because that's mm -hmm. all post Return of the Jedi, pre sequel trilogy. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, as I'm talking about this, I also, of course, would love to see Dash Rendar and like the Prince Zizor stuff. I'm not sure that would have to happen in this run, I guess, in between mm -hmm. Empire and Return. Um, so maybe that would be my second thing. But I think what I'd really like to see is I'd like to see some crossover between what we've got in the Disney Plus shows with the comics. So after Return of the Jedi, and then in that time frame, we get some crossover events with maybe some of Mando's crew, um, some Bo-Katan type stuff, like that kind of stuff, maybe, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't have, like I said, I don't, this is the story. Yeah, it's I tough. Like. No, no, yeah. I, I agree. Because uh, from what we know, Bounty Hunters is ending, uh Dr. Afra's ending, and yeah. then the new books that are coming out this year, like there's the Django Fett miniseries, there's the Mace Windu, there's the Thrawn alliances. So it's a lot of that stuff is going to be all well, obviously, Django's going to be old, Mace is going to be old, Thrawn is going to be old as well, because it's not like it's going to be post 
Right. He's not in the time frame of what's going on in the current comic books. So yeah, it, it's definitely a tough story. Obviously, the thing is with Marvel, too, is they only have the one main series of even like High Republic. Like I would say, hey, let's do a crossover between the High Republic stories that are in Marvel and Dark Horse. But I'm sure these companies aren't going to want to do a crossover event like that. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. To be honest, it, it's it's tough right now. But I like what you're thinking is let's let's do these expanded universe characters and bring them yeah. in. We need um, to move on from sorry, just real quick. We need to move on from the bounty hunters cast. They're garbage. Well, yeah, they're I mean, done. Like, I mean, that series is over and done. Yeah, and, but like, and they keep coming back to them. They did it in the last, you know, and it's always like I feel like they think Star Wars fans, and, I, and maybe this is the case for Star Wars fans, but I, I feel like it's drying up. But like, oh, hey, they're gonna have Boss or you know, like Dengar is gonna show up. Like, we don't care about these characters, dude. It was cool because we never saw anything about them until you know, the expanded universe and like out of the movies and stuff. It's cool now, but like every time Bosk shows up, I'm just like, Ugh, who cares, dude, this guy sucks. <laughs> and so like move on from even Valance, to be yeah. honest, Bayer Valance has not had strong stories. Um, bring in some new characters. Honestly, I'm ready to see Afra go the way of the Dodo. Um, I don't feel like her stories have been strong. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I want to bring more. Bring some new blood in and let's make it like new old blood. Like you said, like the expanded universe characters. Yeah. Bring in Dash Rendar. Give us something cool with him. Yeah. I would love to see the whole. Um, so, okay, can I ask you a question then? Since like, yeah. I'm not a Star Wars yeah. guy. Like I remember when I first bought this book, it was strictly based off the art. Because even though I don't know Star Wars, the brand, the franchise is so huge. I still know all the characters, even though I don't know anything about it. But the one book that drew me in that i wanted to read that maybe you can help me out with is like visions is like that have anything to do with like the 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 star wars that you guys are referring to like the old stuff or is that a totally different twist on it so did you read the uh the one shot with the ronin i didn't didn't read i'm saying that's one star wars that like drew me in just from it looked different from previous star wars stuff i saw yeah so that issue came off of the the visions uh disney plus show so okay. Disney Plus did the Visions so the TV show was series. First. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, and there was eight different episodes. The first episode was called The Ronin, and it's done by the same artist who did uh, Afro Samurai. And basically, it's drawn directly off that. So they did that one shot, but now they're doing this newer thing called Visions as well with Peach Momoko, which is a completely different story, different characters in its own. So it's almost um, like a what if alternate universe with Star Wars kind of. Like yeah, what's, what's the reception for it amongst like Star Wars fans like you guys? Is the Vision stuff good, not good? Depends um, on the story. Yeah, the first season was definitely a lot better than the second season of Visions. It's almost like the what if, like for Marvel, yeah. like what if season one and what if season two. None. So what they did in season one was they took all different Japanese studio, like anime studios, and each studio was able to do their own episode however they wanted to in the Star That's Wars cool. universe. Same thing in season two, but what they did was they expanded it to studios all across the world. So like there's some in Europe and South America and Asia and stuff like that. So they took like more movie studios that have done like big name, not like blockbusters, but big name like um, animations. And they were able to incorporate Star Wars. And I think they should have just kept it to the West. Uh, I didn't really like a lot of the episodes for season two, and I really don't go back to that. So that's just my opinion, but the read itself nothing great the first one what you're talking about yes yeah it's good that, that was that, pretty cool yeah. that one shot was good yeah yeah so, yeah um, it's not bad it, but it doesn't it's not really going to bring in probably new readers i wouldn't say 
No, no, yeah, you got to really if you watched the episode and just kind of wanted a little bit more of an expansion, mm-hmm. I would say that I just, was the only again, thing. Really not cool. knowing nothing, when I saw the cover, I'm like, this is different, and it's like, oh, how many times yeah. can they kind of do the same thing again? Not knowing anything, but I, mm-hmm. I was still able to observe that from like an outsider. I'm like, oh, this looks like something that might be a totally different spin on things. Again, walking in blindly, right? Not even knowing there was a show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. So let's get to Matt's. Uh, second question. So, you know, the next writer or artist to make it big. Uh, do you want to start off there? Uh, no, go ahead. Okay, go perfect. So I'll start and then we'll go around the, we'll go around the thing table or around the, uh, the screens over here. So I'll, I'll start with my writer. And I feel like this writer has been around for a while, but really only does one main title currently, but has done a lot in the past. And that's Marjorie Liu, obviously okay. doing Monstrous. You know, prior to that, she did some some X twenty three stuff. She did, uh, you know, the the NYX and and other Marvel stuff. But you know, I feel like she's a breakout writer that is only doing one title for be like what the past five or six years now on Monstrous, and it's an amazing story. It's an amazing world. But she's someone that I feel like if you're given an opportunity once, you know, creatively, because obviously Monstrous is with Image if she was able to come back to like maybe DC or Marvel and take a mainstream character or even like a B level or C level character, I think she would be able to incorporate her writing and actually do something very well. And you know, she's won awards just based on monstrous. So why not be able to take that type of writing and bring it into someone in the DC universe or the Marvel universe? Um, so that's my writer uh, for my artists. I have two. Uh, I would say Dan Mora. I'm sure Zach would agree with me. Yeah. You know, but obviously he's, not, the, he's been around right for a while. He has, but I feel like he doesn't get the like. He's not really like a blow. I think I think think yeah, you yeah. and I just talk about him so much that we yeah. feel like he's a blowout artist. But yeah, obviously once in future, and then right now he's doing the DC. He's got the world's finest stuff with Batman and Superman. I think that's really been a an improvement in in the DC world as far as uh, artists. Uh, my other artist in. It's someone who's been around a while. I would say Jamal Campbell, you know, created Naomi and then also did the far sector stuff. Amazing colors, you know, great style. I think that's those are two people that I think you you really need to watch. I think Dan's always got, you know, Dan's always busy with the DC stuff. And I think Jamal Campbell's more, you know, I would say a newer artist, but doesn't get the recognition for, for just amazing art that he's done for both, like I said, Naomi and also Far Sector. So those are my two picks. Um, Zach, what do you got? So I think I'm going to go with, I had to think about it. That's why I wanted you to go first, man, because I was like, oh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. So right. I'm, I'm great giving, question. It's a great, absolutely a great question. question. It's a good question. I'm giving a fan cast first. So the writer or the, the artist that I want to have a blowout year is V. Ken Marion, of course. You know, shout out to our boy, right? Because he's so cool. And I love the stuff he does. But I think one of the guys who I think is going to blow up soon that I think is on the rise, and hopefully I don't murder his name, which I'm probably going to, is uh, Simon Kadransky, the guy who writes and does the art for something epic. epic. Yeah. Mm, very good. Yes. So, And he's also doing art for Edenwood as well. Um, I know he's got a couple other stuff with Image. Uh, I was trying to look to see if he's doing anything with Marvel and DC right now. Looks like he's done some older, like Miles and uh, mm-hmm. trade paperback stuff. I didn't know he did um, Fallen Angels. That's interesting. But yeah, I think he's on the rise, man. Um, obviously, we talk about something epic like all the time. And yep. 
I, I think he's got, I think he's on that um, tiny, tiny, Tinian, whatever Tynan role mm-hmm. right now, where it's like, you know, he's coming up like off this title, he's going to get something else or keep going with it. And I think he's going to hit, I think he's going to hit pretty good. All right. So, yeah, so for me, everybody's new, right? I've only been reading <laughs> for a couple of years. Um, so I don't know if I'd be able to give who would be considered new. Um, like Tinian is definitely my favorite writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how long he's been doing it for. I'm assuming it's been a while because I've read like older stuff from him too. Now that I'm thinking about it, so I, I off the top of my head, I wouldn't be able to tell you new for art. I mean, again, same thing. Only reading for two years, so I don't know who's been around longer or shorter. Uh, I like Jimenez's art; like he kills it on like the Batman titles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the same person. I was in a. I was thinking the exact same artist. I'm going to butcher the name from something as epic that yeah. that artist was in my mind. And is it is it Martin Simmons that does like Department of Truth yep. like that kind of I'm a, I'm a Tinian guy like that like Tinian is my guy so I'm kind of biased in that sense and again given only reading a couple of years I truly don't know who's fresh new or like been around for years yeah that's, that's cool though man like honestly it's kind of exciting like I'm I'm like a bit jealous of you in a way because you're like <laughs> Dude, like I would have loved to hear you say, "Oh, there's this guy named Jim Lee," and I'd have been like, "Holy shit, dude!" <laughs> no, Can you but imagine dude, like up, just like, meeting Jim Lee or like just getting introduced to it. That's like the heyday of comics, bro. But that—that's what's like I find cool still as like a fan and still learning things is because I have a totally different perspective too. Because oh, awesome. there might be people who listen to this or other people be like, "Like this guy doesn't know nothing." Sure, perhaps, but like, but if you want to bring new people in and keep them in for the right reasons, then at least here it's people like me out, right? Like I don't sure. know all the old mm-hmm. guys, but the people that I do. So when I first started reading, I literally was like, I don't want to know any of the story of the writers. I just want to read and I don't, I don't even want to know who's writing them. I don't want to have any judgment or bias. And every title I read, Hand to God, was it was a tiny in book. Those are um, automatically without even hmm. looking at yeah. it. So that's just who I enjoy reading. And the art and the, and the story kind of has to go hand in hand, right? So yeah, it's- there's so many, yeah, dude. But those, I guess, those would be my picks, whether they're acceptable or not. They're no, that, yeah, it's, that, it's yeah, cool. that's great. It's awesome. Especially yeah. like, yeah, like Zach said, you're 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 new to this, so you know anything that you say is, you know, it's perfect for it's perfect for a new reader. Um, it, it's good for us old jaded dudes too. You know what I mean? Like, it's good to hear you kind of be like, hey, like, you know, oh, James Tiny, and we're like, yeah, we know he's good, but like, it's also be like, yeah, because we kind of forget that stuff, right? And it's always. You know, before you showed up, Justin and I were talking about <clears throat> the state of Marvel Disney Plus shows and how it's like, whether you like them or not, this hasn't been very good lately. And we're in this like downward spiral. And so I feel like we're all in this zone of negativity where it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, is there anything good enough to get us out of it? And right. so having someone like you who's like, hey, this guy again, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Sometimes I take for granted Tinian's work, you know, or I take for granted like Nice House on the Lake when I forget about it or something like that. I'm like, that was actually really good and I really enjoyed it, but I moved past it and it's fun to look back and kind of be like, hell, hell yeah, dude. Like, yeah, like my first reads literally were like Department of Truth, Nice House on the Lake, yeah. was killing the children. Yeah, like, yeah. Those were the first reads. Like, and they're like considered, I guess, like air, like classics amongst people, yeah. right? Like, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but to your point, like, too, about like the, the Marvel, Disney Plus, and people having like gripe about it. It's not even just about the negativity. I, I also think there's like this counter thing that happens. I also think when there's so many people like called Marvel fanboys who just mm-hmm. won't be objective. If you could just honestly sit back and be like, look, it's not the best right now, but maybe we'll get somewhere. Right. That'll be a lot better than saying 
this is the best thing ever. Because then the pushback's going to be, nah, it's whack. You're true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then that's where the negative comes from. Yeah. Just objective. Like, I'm a DC guy, but, like, I know tons of DC stuff is trash. But <laughs> right now, especially when it comes to reads, personally, yeah. like, because I'm mostly an indie reader, like, but the DC stuff I do read, compared to the Marvel stuff I've tried to read, is far better. Like, to me, like, the read at this point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we always we we all have that we all have that point um, with you know we try you know here Zach and I we, we try to read a little bit of everything and yeah there's you get highs and lows there's going to be weeks where the DC stuff is better there's the, the weeks that the indie stuff is better but at the end of the day as long as you're enjoying reading something you as know, long as you're reading man yeah, yeah and you're finding something new you know because obviously you know yeah. whether it's because you you like the art or you like the writing you know just, you know hold on to it that's that that's how i look at it you know yeah. we, i'm a big i'm an art guy zach's the writing the, the the writing side so you know and i'm surprised you even say you know like department of truth like Mar martin's tough on the art and i hate i couldn't get through department of truth because of the <laughs> that's art. my favorite comic but everything else from james i love like it's just weird like <laughs> yeah i'm a conspiracy guy though so kind of fit right <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's fine yeah yeah when you like something you like something yeah. so um again let's get into greg let's get into kind of like your origin so i this is perfect because you're super new at yeah. collecting and i and i love this so there's going to be like so many great questions and and to hear from someone who's such a new reader even though like you're not like a young per like you're not like young like a teenager no. getting into comics you know you're a little older so this yeah. is great so you said that you've been you know you just kind of started like two years ago like, like what kind of got you into like this like was it the youtube thing was it like the covid thing yeah like literally um kind of like going back to, to what you said too. So tying into the origin story. So when I first fell into it, so yeah, it was during COVID, right? Mm -hmm. Like most people who came in and exited, I was introduced to this strictly initially as a financial thing. Okay. They're like, I met a guy, I see him like making all this money, flipping books. And I'm like, like what, like what, like people spend this kind of money. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I'm like, Oh, okay. And he's like, here, I'll get you started. Like, give me X amount. We'll do this and that. So then I, I started talking to him more and I'm like, I started reading. I'm like, oh, so what do you think about this and that? And he's like, I don't read it. And I'm like, you don't, you don't read. <laughs> you sell it? And, and I know this might sound corny. I'm like, that seems super like disingenuous. So I'm like, you know what? I'm like, before I sell anything, I'm going to start reading comics. So I started reading and I'm like, holy shit, this stuff is dope. And then I started to think deeper. Like I kind of get in my head. I'm like, this might be one of the oldest pastimes from the West. That is yeah. like not nearly respected or taught. Like how many hobbies or things were created here that has been around this long at this magnitude with like the rich history that it has. So I'm like, wait a minute, there's a lot more here than just buying and flipping books. So I started reading, collecting, starting a PC. And then I, instead of going to flipping books, I strictly sell occasionally just to fund it. Like if I, if I sell books, that means it just means I can go up my PC, which is essentially for the kids. And I'm not naive thinking they're going to buy a house with this, but I don't know down the road, maybe their first car. I don't know whatever they want to do with it. They can do what they want, but I wanted something tangible to leave them because people like similar and you know, all of our age groups, we don't have that same disposable income as older generations to leave behind. Mm -hmm. So it's something that I was able to do with my kids. And I re and I started the Instagram page because like I said it on thorough and black crown broken record, I wanted to reset my algorithm. Like I wanted to escape all the noise that was around me. I still don't have any person. Now I've made new friends. I have no personal friends on that IG. 
like the my uh, paperweight clocks page, nothing. I just wanted a fresh start, and I just genuinely fell in love with it. And that's kind of like the origin of it. Something to do with the kids, an old like historical pastime and awesome art, like cool stories. Maybe I got into it at, at a weird stage where we are as a, as a society. But, you know, that's why I kind of gravitate to the indie titles. They just seem to be a little bit more edgier and like free. There seems to be a, little, a bit more creative freedom. And when I've met writers in person, um, they've kind of shared that sentiment of why they like writing for indies. There's a lot more leeway. Mm-hmm. So you you do a lot of you do a lot of stuff like on your Instagram with your daughter. And yeah. so I, I got to ask, man, I need tips here. So I, I have a seven month old and I'm definitely, obviously it's going to be a while before I get to like the reading port part, but like, I'm a big reader. I've been reading like my whole life, whether it's comics, novels, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I told my wife, like my worst fear is that my son's not going to want to read. How did you get like, how'd you get your daughter interested in it? How did you, here's the thing, man. Yeah. How'd you do it? This is my, I think what I can offer the community, like as a service and as like a, a PSA. As much as people want to bitch every day about things they don't like about comics, the best thing you can do if you want this hobby to survive is involve the youth. Mm-hmm. At, at my child's age, and your daughter's still seven months. How old? Do you say you had a son as well? No, son seven months. Just a son. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry. God bless. Okay, so your son is seven months. When he's at an age of like three, four years old, dude, he goes into a comic shop. He's going to be enamored at, right. what he, at what he sees. My daughter, like. Again, and just just a little background, like we also don't do, we're not like a tablet, like my daughter still does not have a tablet. She's almost Mm -hmm. eight. We don't do like a lot of screen time with them, this and that. Children at that age will be enamored with art, color, trees outside. Like when I first brought my daughter to an LCS, her expression was like, whoa, like, what is it? Like, like, you know, she just sees art and like color. And so it was easy. So now she has her own like PC box. She reads like those, like kind of like the trade versions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're just because they're a little bit bigger and, you know, it's just mm-hmm. easier for her to read through those than like issue by issue. Um, but yeah, she absolutely loves comics. I feel like you you hit it. Like I'm listening and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like you hit it on the head. And I think like your tactic is like a parent of like tablets and screen time. Like it's so important because it's hard. And like, I get it. It's hard to be like, why would I read this when I can watch this? You know what I mean? Like the... Mm kids today it's so much different as like the old guys talking now but like my nephew is seven or eight years old i think he's eight and loves marvel i mean he can tell you everything about the marvel movies he knows all the characters he has the toys i gave him a box of comics and i don't think he's read a single one of them and so it's like damn dude like you poser like i just <laughs> punched him I mean, she might know, that's what I, do. I don't know she might fall out of it but i mean for your son i think as long as you just keep him around it you know, and bring them to the shop. Oh, I yeah. think I don't think you have anything to worry about, but the, <clears throat> as the, he might, he might not like, who knows? Same right. with his daughter, but I think that's what we should be really focusing on. If we want to keep this thing going. Cause like I said, every day it's someone bitching about something mm-hmm. kind of keep this thing going. You got to involve the youth. It's like, it's like trying to keep like a professional yeah. sports team with old people on it forever. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And I think, and we talked about this, um, Justin was a couple episodes ago when we talked about y'all have to remind me, I can't remember his name, but the guy who caught all the, the heat on like Twitter from the comments he made about like writers putting themselves, injecting themselves into uh, well, the stories. A shop guy. Uh, the shop, yeah. Dude, Comic right? book palace. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Up in Massachusetts. And I, and I think that's part of it too. Like, you know, not only you got to get the youth involved, right. But at the same time, like the people writing it, like 
you got to move on from these politics and stuff. You think the youth is interested in this? You think they're so tired of that? Probably in their souls already at like eight years old. Like stop trying to push your agenda as an adult into the comics. Because I don't, Stan Lee didn't do that. And I know people will probably be like, well, what do you think? Uh, X-Men, Martin Luther King, all that bullshit. Yeah, Yeah, it is, but it wasn't in your face, man. Like, I'm with you 100%. Well, you look, look at it like when we grew up, like the 90s, if you think about it, and, you know, this is perfect, like for you, Greg, like mm-hmm. in the 90s, the way comics were, were, you know, big guns, big guys, colorful, like yeah. it was all action. Yeah. And that's what that's what kind no of politics, right? Yeah, there was no yeah. politics. That's kind of yeah. what you know, that that's what basically, you know, drew like a young kid to comic books. Like, yeah. you know, and again, yeah. at that time, it was mostly all, you know, guy, you know, kids, boys, whatever, it wasn't females like it is now, like where you know, everybody reads comics. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the, you know, Rob Liefeld, Jim Lee, McFarlane, everybody that over at Image and, and Valiant stuff, like, they did it right. Like, they knew how to get the kids, mm-hmm. you know, attention. Yeah. You know, we didn't have tablets when we were kids. We, we, yeah, we had maybe like a handheld Game Boy, but yeah, I think, and it, it's interesting to think about it because I, I would love to see like a survey of like how many parents were into comics and got their kids into comics and you know on the on the flip side it'd be like how did you get into com- like did you get into comics and your parents knew nothing about like my parents weren't into comic books at all yeah like i got it all, from dude. like a friend yeah so like that's how i was introduced into the hobby but it, it could have been like an escape for you too though right exactly yeah it's a little yeah. different but like some of my friends their fathers were into comics and then they kind of trickled stay you know they kind of stick the legacy the thing yeah yeah it's the whole yeah exactly so It'd be really interesting to see that to kind of go and like, well, you know, this is exactly, you know, because again, I don't, I don't have a kid. If I did have a son or a daughter, yeah, I would definitely do like what, what both of you guys do. It's try to start them. And if they end up liking it and they stick with it, that's great. If they fall out of it, you know, you still got to try and you never know. They may go back, you know, yeah. and that's the reason orphanages exist too. Yeah. So you can just get rid of your kid. You send them to the orphanage and you try again with a new one. dude. Totally. And dude, it was never forced, you know, it was just, like, this is what I'm doing. And she's, again, I'm just lucky in that sense. Like, she's easygoing. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, who knows which way it'll go. But I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think we're all on the same page as that. Like, the agenda pushing, all the nonsense. Just write good stories. Yeah. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, that. that's all it comes down to. Write good stories. And, like, to kind of go back to, like, your favorite writer right now, Tynion, right? Obviously, he's part of the LGBTQ community. And in a lot of his stories, there are, there's a, I don't. Oh, yeah. I, knew, I knew after, but that's why I said I didn't want to know right. anything before because people have preconceived judgments. No matter who, everyone could preach that they're the holiest of holy, but but he does it great. I mean, like yeah. he's a part of the community, and his characters. He has characters in there that re- that are part of the community, but it's not like it's not the <laughs> forefront. Like if you read, like if I go like a, like another example, Iceman. Like there is nothing interesting about Iceman anymore besides the fact that he's homosexual like i mean that's all you get in any Iceman story is hey check out this guy he's, he's gay and he has ice powers tanyan does his writing and he has characters who are part of those communities but it's not like the most interesting thing about them that's not right. their character that's just a dude, part the of dialogue he like uses the f-bomb plenty yeah. of time in his dialogue yeah dude <laughs> not yeah. the four-letter one like, no, yeah, he's, the other, like the yeah, worst one. In the dialogue, so and I actually appreciated that. So again, as a new reader, when I was starting to read, and I'm see, again now in this world that we live in, and I'm I'm reading the dialogue, and I'm seeing the way they're talking, I'm like, damn, like comics might be the last spot for this shit to go. 
and no one's like dude like literally i've read stuff where there is like i said that that the f word plenty of times in comics right and you don't see people on you know twitter every day bitching about right. it right mm-hmm. but it's interesting yeah so speaking of so let's your instagram it was you know it's your instagram started like in 2022 you know i kind of did a background on and check it you know it's interesting you like literally posted all these videos and and zach or or pictures and then like zach said now you do this thing with your with your daughter you know explain what you do with your daughter so for the people that are listening that that, that don't follow you who then should be following you you know tell yeah. us a little bit about what you do on a weekly basis with her yeah so every we, tr- we almost try every wednesday so for new comic book day um i basically grab you know if there's some new titles that i find interesting that i want to read or spec on i grab them and then we basically i show her the cover i show the audience the cover and then we just kind of chat about it and other stuff going on and then usually I don't do like these long winded reviews, especially on IG. I feel like the um, it's different than one on YouTube. I feel like the, the length of time you can spend talking on YouTube very much differs from Instagram, oh, yeah. even if you can throw mm-hmm. an hour video on. Right. So I just quickly say, like, these are books I've read. This is, I think, you know, worthy of reading. You can pass on it. This was my read of the week. And this is what we got. Mm-hmm. And then I wrap it up. They're usually never more than 10 minutes. It's something just quick and fun, you know, that I like to do with her. And it's something she looks forward to. I always like, I'm always like, you know, what day is it today? And she's like, new comic book day, right? When she went to school. So it's just something like, like I said, and I can tell, I can even see, see Zach's smile. He's thinking about like maybe doing that with his oh, kids. Day kind of thing, right. So it's, I love, yeah. Yeah. The LCS is man. Hell yeah. That, and that, that's what kills me too. Like when you hear about all these shops closing down, it's yeah. like, I get it. Like it's a different world, but like, I'm telling you, you bring a child into a shop. Like it, it, you can see it. Like I, I, I'm a very observant person. Like when I first walked, let her walk in, I watched her as I was walking. I didn't like look around me. I just stared at her and I watched her. And now like when she goes to shop, she has like the stool and she starts digging and like, (laughs) she knows to look for S because she loves like spider Gwen H for Harley Quinn and W for wonder woman. Like she knows all that. Um, but yeah, so it's super cool as, as a father and somebody just new to the, the hobby reading, collecting all that. Justin, I think about that place you took me in um, when we went to Terrificon, like outside, like on, on, like right right near uh, uh, the, the big shop with the basement. Oh, uh, out in New London. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, like, can you imagine taking a kid into that shop? Like, I mean, just with <laughs> it's like a toy store. Yeah, 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 it's like a toy store. It's crazy, dude. And like, which now even saying Home that, alone what, toy store, like that toy store, like, like that toy like store. Anywhere. But yeah. here, and I don't know what it's like in Canada, but name a toy store. There ain't toy stores anymore. The best toy store now is target in the u.s like there's no toys r us anymore there's no kb to you guys <laughs> yeah opening a few right. shops so. but like even toy stores man like i mean if you were to ask me where do you go to get a toy i'd probably be like target or walmart or amazon or amazon, <laughs> amazon <would be> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny i was actually gonna bring it because we didn't get a comic today so we were i was at an uh, lcs on the weekend to pick up a book that i couldn't get from my regular one and he had this dope uh like i love scarecrow from dc and it was the um, it was the animated series one, and it was fifty bucks. So I'm like, damn, okay, like I'm not gonna spend fifty bucks on it. So I go to down on Amazon. It's like forty percent. It was, t- was twenty five bucks. So I bought it, and it came in. So like, yeah, Amazon too. And it's not about not supporting, but I'm also not gonna overpay. Right. right? It sucks. You want to be like, screw Amazon, but then you're like, right, eh, of course. it's really convenient. And they have great, it's great price. Off, yeah. literally fifty percent off. So. Yeah, it's crazy. So. that's great uh, yeah like uh your videos are, are quick five to eight 
yeah. 10 minutes tops, yeah. you, you know, you do the comic book stuff. You know, I, I've even seen you do like some card breaks with your, with your daughter. You know. we, did a, we did a card break. and we do the guest of grade. The guest of grade is the fun thing. Cause she actually enjoys yes. like examining books. So now even when like we're at a toy store, she'll see like a corner bench. She's like, that's not a nine, eight toy. <laughs> like, it doesn't need to be a nine, eight toy, you know? So, but that, again, this was just fun things. I'm like, how can I do something fun for my kids that isn't going to break the bank? It's not like terrible like that's going to lead them in a weird direction right so that's kind of how how that happened but we are thinking about doing other things like outside of instagram but i just it's weird like i'm this type of person like i just don't feel like i've earned those stripes yet like i need to kind of like understand like the history of comics more i need to read more older things like i just i need to do more homework i feel like before i can like really talk about things like anything i talk about is relatively modern or like from cinema, right? Like mm -hmm. I can't sit here and talk to you guys about, you know, the X-Men run from the nineties or like the Frank Miller Batman. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. You know what it is too? Like people like yourself sometimes know more than like you were talking about how the person that kind of introduced you into comics, like a lot of people, they only know like first appearances or like a, a key classic cover or like it. Cause if it's a story arc, but they've never actually opened up and read those books. They just yeah. know it, that it's it, they know the cover or they know the issue. So that's, they buy it on the cheap and then flip it. Right. You at least have read through books. Mm -hmm. So like oh, yeah. you can actually tell somebody, Hey, this is actually a good book because of X, not because of, Hey, it's worth, you know, yeah, 50, hundred dollars or something. Yeah. Like There's actually a purpose behind it. And then yeah. that's, what's always great is, uh, you know, bringing people on that talk about books that read books, because at the end of the day, like, that's why we've got into this hobby. We, you know, if you realistically got into this hobby because you wanted to buy and flip, yeah, that's fine. But most people are in it to read. They want to hear what other people have to, you know, say about different titles and, mm -hmm. you know, something to take them out of the world, like to get out of the world that we live in for, you know, 40 minutes, half hour or whatever at a time to, you know, read through, you know, your weekly reads. And, 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 dude, and you go back and find older stuff. The, the funnest stuff to me still is like the hunt, man. Like, I don't know about you guys, like, I, I love, like, in the summer times, like, it's not, it's not like the U.S. where I know since just there's a bigger population, you can kind of luck out at garage sales, but I'll still hit up, like, garage sales, pawn shops, and I, and I stick to it this day. You always see the same kind of books being rehashed online, like the ASM 129s and 50, people selling the same books. Mm -hmm. I am adamant that these old ass men who have no YouTube have the dopest collection that no one knows about. <laughs> no, oh, true. I, yeah. I my, my, like not claim to fame but my my favorite story is i found a hulk 181 at a garage sale wow that, that was my like and, and and to that ever since that day i'm like i like the hunt is the funnest part it has nothing to do about money that that 1.8 white pager is my kids from a garage sale yeah you know what i That's mean cool. like that was a garage sale find at the bottom of a shoebox wow like yeah that, like that how cool is that story to tell your kid like that's all no that's awesome yeah, hell that's yeah. And and growing and like I even told Thorough, like growing up in the nineties, not for anything, it's weird because I got into wrestling and I love wrestling because of the aesthetics and everything. But like in the nineties when I grew up, I would get beat up. People get beat up if you said you like comics and stuff. Oh yeah, dude. No I, one knew I, no one knew I read comics. And and I didn't Thanks. read. I'm not saying I was I I wasn't into it because I heard that. Like if you watched it, like dude, I literally, aside from like every kid who watched a Batman movie, until the last two years, I had never watched any of these movies. None. <laughs> I, this is all new to me the mcu everything i like to me like the nolan verse beats everything to me 100 but 100%. you know like yeah like it's all new to me so it's like it's all fresh it's like pop cherries all day like all new 
going back kind of to what you were saying, Justin, too, and that's like probably one of the most frustrating parts about the community. I feel like these days is like the biggest, the biggest quote unquote names in the community. They don't read. I mean, these are guys who are pushing top 10 lists and then, and that you can just tell, like, if you pay attention, you can tell there's no joy. Like there's no joy in the comics anymore. You got guys out here doing Instagram reels about books and you know, they didn't read those books. You know, they don't know anything about those books. They get on shows, they do YouTube and it's just like smoke, smoke. That's yeah. all it is. It's all just smoke and like carnival what's, tricks. What's the list based on Zach? What's the, the list is based on what? Money. Money. And that's all they care about. How many dope stories are there that aren't worth money, but are amazing Dude, stories? A hundred and fucking more than there are that are worth money. Exactly. Let's be honest. And like, exactly. You know, I hear, and this is not I'm not trying to be disparaging by any means. I've just never been the guy who hunts for the books because that's it's never really been me. I tried for a little while. Justin got me the bug a bit, and it was okay. But then, honestly, I kind of got to the point as well where I was like, look, this is kind of ruining it for me. Like, I'm about, I'm a Wednesday guy or Tuesday. I get my books on Tuesdays. I'm a Tuesday guy. Get my books, <laughs> read my books, talk my comics. That's all I am. Like, I just want to read them live my life. I don't give a shit what the spec book is. If it ends up hitting and I can sell it and buy a PC book, even better. But that's about it, dude. So. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. And let's, uh, let's <clears throat> some great origin stories. I, I don't even want to come close. I got nothing, but I think that's awesome that you found it. I was going to say it was my origin, like long and like, no, dude, that's, right. I, no, dude. you're great. Cause I mean, like you're so new. So like anything we say, it's just like, yeah. it's, it's, you're so I, shiny. Yeah, yeah, new shiny <laughs> toy. You're like that 9.8 comic that we may get if we send yeah. it in the CGC. It's like when you not... get the book and you're like super excited about it, and then it goes on your shelf, and like two years later, you're like, oh yeah, I got that book. No, but like, and I'm thinking now, like as we're doing this, like Zach made such a good point. It's like all, and then it dawned on me, like all these lists are strictly on a list based on like money. And I'm not yeah. saying like I'm totally like capitalist, like great, like do it right, right. be greedy, but like make your money, like make yeah. your money. But like, it's not. Why is there not a list on like? reads like what's the best read list you okay. know what i'm saying because none of the books that people are lo looking for would probably be on those lists because mm -hmm. they're just looking for ones that are worth money yeah and, and that doesn't keep the hobby going like no. that's going to turn and burn real quick yeah so it's like shows i do a lot of like little shows because i enjoy it because they're great to not just like clear some like leftover inventory great for trades great to meet new people and connect and it's just a fun it's a good way to get out of the house and bring my kid around but the shows too, like that's when I kind of got the first inkling, like over the last year and a half. I'm like, dudes have slabbed every goddamn book in the world. Like, what do you need issue 98? Yeah. Like slabbed for at like a six five. Like, what 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 possessed you to do this? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Some people have some wild collecting habits. Yeah. There's some there's some people that just, you know, they they have they get that itch and they're like, it just needs to be sealed in the plastic. It just needs to be kept that way. Like, I'm just saying we they've overslapped to the point. Oh, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, you know, like there's some people like, oh, you know, there's people out there that are like, I get it. Like, oh, I want to slab the entire Claremont run of the X-Men stuff. Or I want to do like a one to ten of like every Marvel issue. If you can, you know, those there's those people who have those issues. Mm -hmm. I get that. But when you're like, oh, I'm going to slab like the last 50 issues of like simpsons comics or something like <laughs> some stupid thing sure that knows all. why that sure knows why all. i said that is that a dig yeah it's a dig <laughs> somebody well there's one person who always a, like friendly a, a friendly dig a friendly dig it's all good fun 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but let, so speaking of comic books, let's get into what we always talk about here uh, before we if we get into an article or two tonight of, uh, you know, what are what are currently reading um, around the comic book world. So, um, you know, you know, Greg, you're the guest. You know, what are you currently reading? Like what's something some whether whether it's one title or a few titles, you know, like what's something that so actually you feel that you're reading that maybe people aren't reading and should okay. be. Reading? So I can tell you right now, actually, because I wrote it down recently. I didn't read anything that came out today yet. But, like, for sure, I can tell you what I'm reading, like a top 10 kind of thing. Uh, Beneath the Trees, 100%, is an amazing read. My all-time, not all-time, my favorite read right now, and I, I've been on rants about this, if you're not reading Gargoyle of Gotham, you don't like comics whatsoever. <laughs> okay? I, and people might not agree with that story. I haven't picked it up. Dude. Please tell me why I should. Yeah, I haven't read it. I'm a Batman yet. guy. Okay, if you're, because, okay, because remember, this is about, so the art, the pace, the dialogue, the, the feeling of it, it feels important. And I, and I spoke with my friend Jordan who lives in, uh, in Tennessee and he actually has like an LCS that started kind of like online and now he actually has like a place. Right. And he was the one, cause I thought I was tripping because again, I'm new to this and he's like, no dude, he's like, this feels like what, what I think people felt with Frank Miller's dark Knight. That's how good. Wow. So the story, so yeah. even though, Matt Reeves did a great job with like his vision of like the Batman. If he were to, con well, they are continuing. If Batman was to ever be like if Nolan, like if this was to ever be rebooted again, you follow this story panel for panel, word for word. It's, it's like almost perfect so far. It goes way into also like the history of like Bruce as a child, like the psychology of him not like how you've seen like with like little things in other comics or movies it goes really really deep and dark it's just i don't know how to i won't be able to articulate it properly because it's so good and when i get really excited about something i'll just rant about it as opposed to like getting my point across <laughs> but i assure you you won't be disappointed with gargoyle okay. of Gotham. I yeah. assure you. all right i'll, I'll check it out I, I, yeah you know, there's always so many batman like spin-off no, titles it's kind of like i'm not gonna read that one i'm not gonna read this one like like i and i am reading like the chip sadarsky run like to me that's the one that got me because i was only reading indie and then when he started like the fail safe arc again new reader that's like okay. my arc yeah. like that's like the arc that got me into reading like dc stuff like like more, cool, more often yeah. than not that's really cool so the, the fail safe arc was amazing uh the superman book right now like the latest one is is yep. great um and i've i've talked to old school readers who said this is one of the best, like ever, out of all the Supermans, like after many years. So that's great. Uh, one of my favorites, indie wise, that again to Zach's point, that gets no love financially, but great story. Once upon a time at the end of the world, Jason Aaron's book, mm. incredible, incredible story. Uh, the new Penguin book is good. That one yeah. is really good. Uh, world Tree, uh, Fish Flies, Sacrificers. Those yeah. are ten of yeah, those are the ones I'm reading mostly right now. And the Deviant. Dude, no one talks about I feel I, sometimes I feel like I, I read a lot of Jeff Lemire. Like I'll pick up Jeff Lemire stuff. And honestly, I was kind of starting to wonder, am I the only person reading Fish Flies? Because no, you know, I haven't heard great, anything man. about it. It's great. Like when I yeah, met good. when I met him, uh, I got like Little Monsters one signed by him when I met him. And um I loved Little Monsters. Yeah, yeah great. Yeah. yeah, another great story. Ten, like I said, I'm reading Tenement Two by him. Fish flies, I don't know if it's I, I feel like sometimes writers do like 
they, they, they put so much dialogue in it where it's like too wordy. Mm-hmm. Jeff Lemire, almost like, like tiny and like they have a way to kind of get their point across with like less is more in a way. Yeah, right? for sure. It. Fish flies is a really like kind of good pace, fun story. Um, but yeah, those are kind of my go-to reads right now. Nice. Well, let me give you a recommendation if you haven't checked out since you just started reading with Batman. Check out Batman the Night at Chip. Oh, yeah, the Night Twelve is yeah, it's called the Night Batman Tim, the Night. Like, that's relatively new, right? Like it's newer, right? Yeah, it came out last year or twenty twenty two. It was what Chip did before Failsafe, right? Yeah, it was before, before he got Failsafe. before he picked him. I think that's what put him on the Batman run. Like yeah. why they took him because what you're currently right. reading now, like if you're reading the the latest series with Sarah Earth Batman, and there's some characters that show up in this storyline that originally and like the little like asterisk mm-hmm. sometimes will appear and it'll be like oh this was in Batman the Night and it's a very good yeah prequel to like Batman's training like Bruce's training throughout the it's like an origin kind of I want to know what you guys are reading then because I feel like you guys aren't reading what I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> uh, half and half no that, no yeah. definitely got some good stuff in there so um i got so yeah i i the beneath the trees i had i i, I found i was lucky enough i found the first two issues I, and i had to pick it up because obviously it's been on cover prices top 10 people are going crazy for it uh i don't know if i really see the whole like like what people are flipping out and like going crazy to trying to get this you know these issues and how expensive the first issue or first two issues are like i get it it's like a you know small town it's a serial killer type of story but like with like the berenstein bears like (laughs) basically you know berenstein bears but that's that's kind of the thing though like what makes something great like it's good art good dialogue good pace good story like i don't know i think it just flows very well like and this i didn't jump on it like a hype thing i i missed out on buying i had to get the second print i wanted the first one shop never got it so i just said i'll let it go i read it digitally I'm like damn mm-hmm. this book is great and then i see it blow up i'm like okay and I, i've been reading it's only two issues deep issues. but that one and gargoyle of gotham were like in the latter part of like 2023 but those two reads have been like great for two issues in they've been great i'm just curious of like why it's it's being hyped or, you know, it's selling so well. Like people think it's going to be into some media thing. Like it's going to get some type of series. And oh, I think it's just because it's animals and not humans. Like if yeah, this was a human like side of story right now, right. Yeah. I think it's just like, to me, it's just okay. Like, I feel like we've read it before, but what makes it different is, is it because it's animals? That's no, because I've, there's new, there's tons of new books now with animals. Like the animal pound came out. Yep. I, I even read that one from boom a few months ago. Wild, wild, wild ends, wild ends. It's an animal one, something similar where like someone dies. It's like a mystery in the town. It's oh. yeah. It's oh, like a that. similar thing. And to your point, like it didn't take off. That, mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. We might not be able to like kind of understand, but that's, I think what makes something great right it just mm-hmm. has, it all it checks all the boxes right the dialogue the pace the art the story like i don't know but the intrigueness the intrigueness of of the <clears throat> the animals is kind of i guess what what everybody's all about so yeah perhaps yeah um so yeah so i was able to pick those up so there's <clears throat> those first two issues is definitely on my honorable mentions uh got to talk about the last issue of terrace apart from dark horse it was a four issue miniseries uh so it's a boy and a girl they they are part of a cult, like killer cult. They run away, and then the cult ends up coming to find them in some town, and uh, and it's an all-out war in the town. And it ends very, I should say, it's 
very good ending. And I'm excited to see what happens to see if they do make it. Good. You enjoyed it. Yeah. Good four issues, quick, simple, uh, good read, good, good art as well. Um, and, and something different. So that was definitely on my honorable mentions. And I know Zach and I are probably on the same page as, as where we're going to choose books. So I'll probably, I'll go with the, I'll go with my pick of the week. Uh, I'm going to go with ultimate Spider-Man number one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't read that one actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I, 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 didn't was, pick, I, I decided not to pick it up, man. I'm going to read it online. I just decided not to okay. pick it up. All right. So I'm glad I went with this title then with then the other title that I would have went with. So yeah, ultimate Spider-Man number one, obviously, you know, we were kind of talking about this either last week or the week before with obviously, uh, Oh, cause we were talking at the end of the year when we were talking about our favorite like mini series. And I said like the, the ultimate invasion stuff. So obviously the maker changes everything. These characters don't have powers. And now Peter is in his, you know, whatever let's call it thirties. He's got two kids. He works at the daily bugle. His uncle's there. He works there with jo- Jonah and him and jo- Jonah and Ben are both like really good friends. And you know, he's like your typical, you know, parent with kids, you know, working, dealing with life and kind of has the conversation with MJ that, you know, he's, he wants like a change. And you find out through this story that uh, Tony Stark and the quote unquote future tells him everything that happened in a way. And he has to make a choice of you know, to stay mm. as he is or to basically it's kind of like take the red pill, take the blue pill matrix yeah. style. It's almost a what so, if. It, yeah, basically. Yeah, so you know, basically, again, at the end, he has the choice to make it, and obviously, they're making this called Ultimate Spider-Man. So he chooses um, this orb that he gets from Tony. It's disintegrates or dissolves, and then in inside the orb is a vial, and it's the actual radioactive spider that that would that would have bit him. Mm-hmm. So ends up biting him, and obviously, that's what we're gonna. So we really don't see anything in issue one as far as Spider-Man. You do see a Green Goblin, which I assume is going to be. Uh, Harry, but it could be somebody different, but who knows? Um, so yeah, that's definitely my pick of the week was the Ultimate Sounds Spider-Man. Cool. Just you know, great storyline, great family aesthetic from you know a different side of what the garbage that we've been reading in Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, I hear it's um, pretty bad. I I don't know, but I hear it's pretty yeah, bad. It's not yeah. fun at all. So uh, Zach, what about you? What do you got you for your current reads? So it was a little light week for me. I got three books though to talk about. Um, <clears throat> honorable mention the. Uh, Rise of the Powers of Ten, Powers of X, whatever you want to say. So still the Fall of the X. We had Fall of the X, and then now you got the <clears throat> the side story as well, which has always kind of been like a futuristic story. So it's kind of showing a little advanced in the years, and it was really cool. Kind of some different versions of the characters. Um, I just I, I enjoyed it. Obviously, everyone knows I'm an X Men guy. Um, second up, man, I guess I maybe can spoil this. I don't know if I should or not. Transformers number four. Just I don't know. I mean. If you, it's so good. I don't know how. I know. I just don't like to talk it. about it on a weekly basis. I'd like to talk about it different. So good, man. It's so good. And I, you know what? And I, when we were talking about artists and writers and stuff, and obviously, what is it, two years ago, when Do a Powerbomb came out, but Daniel Warren crushes, bro. Daniel Warren crushes. And uh, it's so good. And honestly, I like Mike Spicer's art as well in this. I think it's really cool. And the end of this, dude, what the little twist. Did you read this one, yes. yet, Justin? Yeah. Twist. Right. That's pretty cool. Like, I'm pretty excited about that. And I like how they're doing. Um, I love when they when they resurrect. I'll, I'll spoil this part. When they brought back Jazz for that like one scene or whatever, like you know, I got to power him up. We need we need firepower. And then all of a sudden, Jazz flies up, dude. That was like, oh shit, that's awesome. Like a big old smile on my face. I loved it. Um, really enjoying Transformers. But 
dude, pick of the week. I mean, hands down. There's no argument. Wolverine number 41. Thank you. The yeah. start of the Sabretooth War. Holy balls. Did you read this one? Yeah. That's why I, th- that those two were my choices. And I figured on Spider-Man, you would have ta- you would have taken Wolverine. So that's why I'm glad I took So that. yeah, the cover the cover even tells you, I mean, honestly, between this and what Torrin's doing on Carnage, <laughs> like what's happening at Marvel? <laughs> like, this is getting awesome. The front of the cover tells you the most violent Wolverine story ever told. Yep. So uh Greg, you know, I don't know how familiar I you are with like, this one up, man. Okay. They didn't so, have it. So some backstory with Wolverine and Sabretooth, the history of them. Every year on his birthday, Sabretooth comes and just jacks with Wolverine, like does something horrible, like kills someone, messes with them. It's like a been a tradition throughout the years of every year on his birthday, he comes and just does horrible shit. But obviously over the Krakoa age, it's been a little different. Sabretooth has been held prisoner. He recently, we had a the Sabretooth miniseries where he got out and now he's on his own. And he's kind of teamed up with some alt- alternate Sabretooths around the universe, the multiverse. Yeah. And man, he goes after Wolverine. And holy shit, dude. Like it's, it is wild. Like I'm only a heads up. At least two big time characters get just yeah. murked in this book. Um, sure. The final scene, the final page. Holy, it was crazy. So um, I love it. You know, I also like it when Sabretooth's like a good guy. I like it when he's, part of the X-Men the, the limited times he's there and he teams up with them. Like, it's cool. I always enjoy that as well, but there is just no better rivalry in Marvel comics than Wolverine versus Sabretooth. And they give you a kind of like background on it. So you don't even have to know their history. Like he kind of tells you as he's going around in the book, the history was with Sabretooth and how like dark it is. And it's just, it's wild. I can't believe Marvel printed this book to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That, there's a couple of scenes in it. Well, like the the non-spoiler, I guess, even in the beginning where he's fighting amongst all the, uh, well, it's like the, the right. Of, you're, let's call them the council of Sabretooth when they're sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. And he literally rips apart Cyclops, but it's not like Cyclops. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a like, clone or like whatever. A, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, oh, I guess he's called Biclops now. And he's just like split in half. Yeah. Split like, his face down the middle. You're like, it's, wow. Yeah. That was the like opening um, page, yeah. Yeah, that's literally the opening page for, for Sabretooth's fight. And then whatever that other Sabretooth that he's fighting, that's really interesting. Yeah, um, there's some cool Sabretooth, so. Yeah, but yeah, so, I can't wait for this to keep going. Yeah, I, I remember got, when we talked about this when it got announced, so. Yeah. I got double screwed at the shop today, so I had, so my, my shop's going through transition. Like, new owners have come in, so I made sure to get all of my FOC stuff in and constantly send reminders, but still, they screwed me over and they didn't i all i'm usually a cover a guy always unless i mm-hmm. love a certain variant cover or they're just whatever i wanted the stegman like the family cover from the ultimate spider-man right that one uh the, oh like, yeah yeah okay family family pulled out like the fastest apparently at distribution like all that so i get screwed out of that and i'm like damn okay i want to grab a book and then i remember i'm like i love the cover of that new wolverine book that apparently is supposed to be like badass sure enough it's gone and so i'm like all right so black crown hooked me up with the the other the stegman one but you know i just gotta hope to find that it shouldn't be too hard to find but i, I just i kind of got left <laughs> with nothing today from the shop <laughs> damn so, uh it is what it is that sucks especially on like the marvel side like typically, yeah like, how did you not how did they not have the wolverine book like over dude, uh, you know what? i don't want to nothing negative because i know how hard it is to to kind of own a shop right now right. but like 
this has happened now more than once and it's frustrating, but I'm not one of them. I'm not going to bitch about it. Like there's literally people starving to death right now in the world, but like it's, it's definitely frustrating when you do all the things you're supposed to and the new things that they say, this is how you get your books and you still didn't get it. (laughs) All right. It is what it is, but again, you know, just uh, growing pains, but (laughs) yeah. Well, when you get the chance to check it out, you're not, you're, not yeah, I, I definitely will. Even even digitally, like tonight, I'll because I, I usually do my picks of this week, like next week's video, because I read like Wednesday, Thursday usually. So mm-hmm. like I don't read anything prior to that, right? Obviously, until everything comes out. But um, I mean, just those act like when you were talking about how mm-hmm. awesome Transformers uh, four is, and I've heard the whole series. Like I've never done any Transformers reading, watching yeah. none of that, right? But I've heard nothing but good things. So when you're reading it, like. Does it feel like when I read something, if it seems big, I have my, since we're visual, like humans, we're visual people. I see things, books that tend to look like a, like a cinematic piece, like the way it's written, I could see it played out in a cinematic capacity draws me in more. So I think a lot of people, although the writing is amazing on, on Transformers, I think they're doing a good job with how they're the artwork. Like I've looked at the artwork and it seems like engaging and like, you could see it on like a big screen, like the panels. Yeah, it's very, it's very Gen One. I mean, it's it's very much like the cartoon in terms of like the appearance of the characters and like the models of the different Autobots that they have. It's very classic origin of like your Transformer guys. And obviously, Justin is the bigger Transformers guy than I am. But like you read it, and it's still kind of in that era. So it's like it's kind of somewhat the same origin with like a little twist here and there. But it's like it's almost like the same story, just a lane over, right? A multiverse mm-hmm. over, but it's yeah. so similar that it is so great for like us, you know, nineties guys who watch the cartoons and stuff. And just to be like, wow, dude, like this is, it's like, I'm watching the cartoon and dude, Starscream is wild in this book, in this series. Like, <laughs> yes. wild. like and like, that's yeah, they what don't I care. hate about Starscream and like the show. He's such a whiny little bitch. Like in the original, like, yeah, he's got an annoying voice. Like the worst voice in like, cartoons and in this he's just dude he gets well that's that's now but you know we'll, we'll see what happens you that know, looks all shiny now his excitement he looks very new oh i dude it, it honestly and it really it really is to see like these nostalgia like titles come back like i can't wait for thundercats this month to come out um it's so great to to see like the old nostalgia from when we grew up like come back and reinvigorate it and it's, that's the problem with the big two right we, we talked about this before is you can't take Superman and redo him. New 52 was the best thing DC did. I don't care what anyone says. It is the best thing they ever did. Did it hit on all the marks all the time? No, but like they were able to take all these characters and give you like a ground floor of like, here we go. Now, boom, we're starting here. And they did such a good job at this. But like hearing you talk like, oh, I don't know which books to read. Like, and then in my head, I'm like, well, what books do I suggest for X-Men? And like, I mean, this is kind of like, it's so backlogged. Like, you know, there's so much. So these titles, the indie titles, these ones, it's so great to just come in, jump on and boom, you're going and same characters, new stories. And it's fun. So I have a buddy who reads like DC, like every title. And I, and he's shared the same sentiment about the new 52, but he's also said like this current dawn of DC, almost every title has been good. Like some misses, but every title, he's enjoyed like even like obscure ones like doom patrol he said was like awesome hmm. yeah the green lantern like all this stuff like outside of batman superman like even like the teen titan stuff like he said it's been bang on almost like 
like across the board, which I was like, yeah. like are you just saying it because you love DC? And he's like, no, dude, <laughs> genuinely, everything has been really solid on this in this dawn of DC uh, like thing that they're doing. And I'm like, cool, like I'm still picking what I'm reading, but it sounds like it's going really well. I don't know about the sales of it all, but it, the reads I hear are really yeah. good. I'm reading Green Lantern and issue seven. Actually, it was one I was thinking about talking about. <laughs> issue seven was really good this week. The Green Lantern book is kind of slowish in the in the first yeah, couple the issues. Yeah, the beginning issues were. Yeah, I didn't yeah. read this week's, but I know of kind of what happens and stuff. Have you guys read cool. Penguin though? The Tom King. The Penguin. Oh yeah. Penguin. Oh yeah, yeah. The Penguin was great. Really yeah. good. People are sleeping on that book. Yeah. And Batman and Robin. Did you read that one this week, Justin? I did, yeah, five, yeah, with uh, Damien going to high school. I liked that one too, and I liked, I liked the back and forth between Batman, like Joshua. I feel like Joshua Williamson is hitting his steam. Like I like him as a writer anyway, but I, I know you've been hyped on this, this run for a while now. This issue was kind of the one where it turned the corner for me. I was like, okay, here we go. I feel like you're getting in the groove on the characters for me, like for what I was looking for, and I really like this past issue. Yeah, yeah, I. I... I was going to talk about it, but I didn't want to bring too much to the table for yeah. titles. But yeah, it's it's um it was actually on the top of my list to talk about. But yeah, um, the only thing I the only problem I had with that issue was the end, the uh, who the kid is, the soccer player, the goalie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's you didn't like that? I think it's kind of cool. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. I read something like the principal or something was wasn't like the principal. so like well yeah because Damien thinks the principal, the principal is be, is yeah. shush and um, also like his old trainer. I heard yeah. good things about this issue. That's why. No, it's there, a great issue. Yeah. It, it's you know, it's fun to see Damien in a, in a high school. Like you know, it's different, yeah. but he's still in detective mode. So yeah. uh, I like. I like. And, and Bruce I is fun. The, the little the twist because you've never seen that character, and like you've never seen it with that character. That character doesn't get a lot of like elaborate stories, right? Really? And so but that's what I said last month with like Manbat. Like they really brought yes. Manbat to yeah. like a like a you know they kind of up as far as like a batman villain like he actually can you know be on more of a level of like a mr freeze or Mm -hmm. you know like a because he's not like a crime boss like black mask or penguin he's more on that technical side like a riddler or freeze Mm -hmm. so i I think it was yeah the first five issues have been great i liked i liked the the twist at the end i thought that was kind of cool we'll we'll see how that goes yeah we'll see how it plays out for sure well um Great hour that we didn't even yeah. talk about any articles, and I don't want to get to any articles. I think tonight was a, was good just talking comic books, especially with a new reader um, like nice. Greg. And I, I pro- probably I I would want to just want to talk to you all night and just ask ask tons of questions of like <laughs> what's it like being a new reader yeah, for like know, two right? years? Because again, yeah, like like Zach said, like <clears throat> you're the shiny like new nine point eight guy. We're like the old resto guys. <laughs> like, yeah, right. No shit. Pulling green labels. No. Um, yeah, we're the yeah. old. <clears throat> where the CGC like 2.0 guy has been running around, you know, for 30 years, like reading as comics. Fun, as fun as, as it is to collect and do stuff with the kids and read, I honestly just enjoy also getting to understand just the hobby more, the community more, meeting people. Like, I'm not just saying it like you can edit this out. Like, I'm not doing it for clout. It's like, I, I think I just need to do a little bit more to really like up myself, you know, like in, in that, in the comic community, I think people are very disingenuous. They like other people might've been on here and been like, Oh yeah, I know that star Wars. dude. I have not watched anything star Wars, like zero. I don't watch transformers and I don't, and I've seen people kind of do this where it's like, yeah, you know, I've looked a little bit at, it's like, no, I've done none of it. Right. So yeah. mm-hmm. I want to just kind of read a bit more and kind of up my, my game a bit. No, 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 that's, that's fine. I've, I've watched YouTube videos with people on, uh, 
friends of mine's YouTube channels and they literally ask them questions of like books and you can just tell from the way their mannerisms are and the way they talk about it. They, they don't know what they're talking about because they don't read books, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, again, I don't really want to get into the articles tonight, but you know, tonight was great. Just, you know, just listening to someone who's kind of new in the hobby and, and learning about new books. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, again, you inform me what you think about Batman, you know, the gargoyles book. And I think, I will check it out because like Zach yeah, said, there's so much sometimes it. there's so much in the miniseries on the Batman's. I'm just like, I can't do another yeah. 10 to 12 issue of Batman. If it's not going to be good, if you're going to read one, it's this one. I mean, I'm enjoying chips one yeah, like, off of world, whatever. Cause I like Jason Aaron, but like, dude, read Garbo. Like Raphael grandpa is killing this dude. Like I have not met anybody who said they didn't like it. Anyone. Hmm. Yeah. It's only two issues. Yeah, it's only two issues so far. And okay. and honestly, I, the noir ones are cool to collect. I always get the cover eight and the noir. But to mm -hmm. read it, you want the, the full color one. The noir read isn't, like the black and white isn't as good as the full color. But the, the covers are usually awesome on the noir. So I always order cover eight and the noir. And they seem to be printed less because the noirs are always gone immediately before any of the other covers. He's got like, and I don't know if you know the artist. He's got a kind of like a Lee Bermejo style. Mm -hmm. You know, Greg, Greg, is, 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 this one you're talking about grandpa. Yeah. The gargoyles. Is it like a Lieber Mayho? You know, like, oh. did you read Batman damned by any chance? No, no. But I'm trying to think because I've seen it and I'm trying to think because there was, wasn't he also on the, on the, on the covers of the man who stopped laughing, the Joker book. Didn't he yes. do all the cover? Pieces? Yeah. Yeah. Bermejo did some of those. Yeah. yeah. The Joker stopped laughing, yeah. It might be similar to that. Okay. Um, maybe not. It has like a, like a little bit of a softer texture, like the color it like the, uh, almost like a pastelli, which I, I like. I, I like that kind of style. So, again, I don't want to speak out of terms, but just just fucking shut up and go All read the right. book, man. All right. No, hey, listen, I, you, you sold me on it. Yeah, you sold, you sold me, me on and, it. And so. here's the thing. If it was trash, I can't wait. I can't e-transfer you money because you're not. <laughs> like, no, there we can. there's ways to do it. The guys in Canada, we, we transfer money. <laughs> They pay power Venmo me somehow. <laughs> you could just give it to, to Nui or one of those guys and they'll give it to me at Terrificon. It's fine. Yeah, that's my goal. I'm trying to get out to Terrificon this year. I've been, uh, Jay, oh, yeah. like, but like, it was shockingly, Jay and like Thurl were some of the first people I like connected with like randomly on this. So I've always talked to him for like the longest. And that's mm -hmm. one thing I've, I've said to him, like, I got to get into a Terrificon. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we go, I go every year. Uh, of course, uh, as people know, we announced it last year. We are set up there. The Comic-Con podcast has a table there. Uh, we, we have, obviously, we have two tables. We have a table for ourselves, and we have our buddy, V. Ken Marion, who we're bringing, so we'll be in Artist Alley. So you guys drive down? Like, how does it work? So, yeah, we, I just, well, we drive up, so. Yeah, you're, you're right there. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like a three-hour drive. It's, you know, three to three-and-a-half-hour drive is great for me, yeah. so uh, super excited for that, so. Yeah, we'll be at Terrific Han in seven months, and just I just keep saving money, putting money aside yeah. for, you know, casino for food for whatever else yeah, I'm buying, a mortgage, yeah, to like buy everything. That's all. There's a lot gets put aside. You know, yeah. I showed the guys, I showed the Canadians how to save. You know, <laughs> for for Terrific Han. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. You know, we're we got the rooms all set up. It's it's great. It's so. awesome, man. It's. Yeah. Super excited, but um, let's let's end out on the sure. on the episode on a high note uh, with all the comic book talk. Greg, you know, let people know where they can find you. 
uh, one last time and yeah. uh, anything else that you uh, that you want to say. So yeah, so uh, just IG Paperweight Collects. Like I said, we're looking at maybe expanding onto YouTube, but not just yet. Me and the little one, we have some ideas because we're also collecting a lot more toys. But aside from that, man, just uh, to you, Justin and Zach, I just appreciate you having me on because, like, again, I'm new to this. You probably would have had a good time talking to someone who's been doing this forever. But I just appreciate the time and just kind of giving me game, right? Like learning still. Yeah. No, dude, this was fun. This is a lot of fun. We definitely got to have you on again for sure. Yeah, that. you're you're more than welcome. More so than um, some of the Canadians that we've had on the show that you know, know some stuff. So yeah, people, yeah, go, please go check out Greg uh, Paperweight Collectibles. Uh, right now he's at 950 followers. He literally should be well over a thousand for um, the videos that he puts out weekly with um, his daughter. And I'm not going to shell out his government, her government name. You can go <laughs> check her out. The professional model. So she makes more money than all of us in her government. <laughs> I, yeah. Listen, I just, I recently saw this thing on Instagram and it was like the top 10 YouTubers and like in the top five, two of them were kids. So you and that's not why i'm doing it because she makes her own but like i'm just saying like she's, this is she's, she's that's hey i don't and both the both in the top five they do toys they don't do comic books so if you can yeah. do that and, and she I'm, was officially dubbed the butcher dubbed her the first little lady of comics nice oh, so there you go so that's Perfect. a pretty cool thing and I'm debating now. She has a she did a cover of a novel so that's her first cover appearance that i might have to try and hustle and sell one day to get the Terrificon. There you go. So yeah, everybody, please follow Greg over on Instagram. Get him to a thousand um, within the next few days. Um, Zach, what about you? No, good man. Uh, great episode. Starting the year off strong. And uh, yeah, man, we'll uh, see you guys next week. I guess. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, Echo me, review next week, probably. Oh uh, yeah, we'll talk Echo next week. We want to give people at least more than. Yeah, two more days than more than two you days watch five and a half yeah. i think everyone binged it or i haven't seen it but yeah i watched two episodes so. yeah. how was it uh, we'll finish it we'll, we'll talk about it next week you can hear our review we, it's tough to like give a review after two episodes yeah, because yeah. you know i'm enjoying it so far. Are. i'm enjoying it yeah we'll we'll, we'll talk about the, f- the five episodes all in one shot next week but um of course like i said terrific con make sure you're following us um, over on Instagram, uh, we do have, you know, obviously we did the update, um, merch is coming soon. And then of course in April we have King Kong we will be set up at King Kong and King Kong show, uh, tickets are on sale. So go check out, uh, their web, their Instagram and the website. So you can purchase tickets now. And I believe there may be, a, there is a discount code through the press defects. So go check that out as well. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you all uh, next week talking about some more comic book stuff. So, uh, peace out everybody. Later you guys. Have a good night. Hey, comic book collectors, do you want to protect what you collect? Do you hate when your comic books slide around in your short box or you need to turn them sideways just so they don't bend or fall over? Well, look no further than Sidekick Supplies. Their product fits firmly inside your comic box, so you don't need to worry. And not only is their product made in the USA, but also ships free directly to your doorstop. Check out our sponsor, Sidekick Supplies at SidekickSupplies.com and use the code COMICOM15 for 15% off your purchase. Believe me, you'll be ordering more than one.